0: Section 15 of Library of the World's Best Literature, Ancient and Modern, Volume 7. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Leonard Wilson of Springfield, Ohio. Library of the World's Best Literature, Ancient and Modern, volume seven by various authors section fifteen selected poems of robert burns part one the cotter's saturday night my loved my honoured much respected friend no mercenary bard his homage pays with honest pride i scorn each selfish end my dearest mead of friends esteem and praise to you i sing in simple scottish lays the lowly train in life's sequestered scene the native feelings strong the guileless ways what aiken in a cottage would have been ah though is worth unknown far happier there i ween november chill blows loud with angry souk the shortening winter day is near a close the miry beasts retreating frae the plough the blackening trains across to their repose the toil-worn cotter frae his labour goes this night his weekly moil is at an end collects his spade his mattocks and his hose Hoping the morn in ease and rest to spend, And weary o'er the moor his course does hemward bend. At length his lonely cot appears in view Beneath the shelter of an aged tree, The expectant wee things toddlin slacker through to meet their dad, with flicker and noise and glee, His wee bit ingle blinking bonderly, His clean heart stain. His thrifty wifey smile, the lisping infant prattling on his knee, Does all his weary carking cares beguile, And makes him quite forget his labour and his toil. Belive the elder bairns come drapping in at service out among the farmers round. Some call the plough, some herd, some tenty wren a canny errand to a neighbor town their eldest hope their jenny woman grown in youthful bloom love sparkling in hurry comes him, perhaps to show a broad new gown or deposit her sair one-penny fee to help her parents dear if they in hardship be with joy unfeigned brothers and sisters meet and each for others welfare kindly spires the social hours, swift winged, unnoticed, fleet, each tells the uncoz that he sees or hears. The parents, partial, eye their hopeful years. Anticipation forward points the view. The mother will needle and her shears, gars old clays look amiss as wheels the new. The father mixes awe with admonition due. Their masters and their mistresses command the yonkers all are warned to obey, and mind their labors with an ident hand, as ne'er though out of sight to jock or play. And oh, be sure to fear the Lord all way, and mind your duty duly, morn and night, lest in temptation's path ye gang astray, implore His counsel and assisting might they never sought in vain that sought the lord aright but hark a rap comes gently to the door jenny while Ken's the meaning of the same tells how a neighbor lad came o'er the moor to do some errands and convoy her hame the wily mother sees the conscious flame sparkle in jenny's ee and flush her cheek with heart-struck anxious care inquires his name while jenny halflands is afraid to speak will pleased the mother hears its nay wild worthless rake We kindly welcome jenny brings him ben a strappin youth he takes the mother's eye blithe jenny sees the visits no ill the father cracks of horses plows and kye the youngster's heartless heart or flows with joy but blate and Lathfa scarce can we'll behave the mother where woman's wiles can spy what makes the youth so bashful and say grave we'll please to think her bairns respected like the lave o oh, happy love where love like this is found oh heartfelt raptures bliss beyond compare i've paced much this weary mortal round and sage experience bids me this declare if heaven a draught of heavenly pleasure spare one cordial in this melancholy vale tis when a youthful loving modest pair in others arms breathe out the tender tale beneath the milk thorn that scents the evening gale. Is there in human form that bears a heart a wretch, a villain lost to love and truth that can with studied sly and snaring art betray sweet Jenny's unsuspecting youth? Curse on his perjured arts dissembling smooth. Are honour virtue conscience all exiled? is there no pity no relenting ruth points to the parents fondling o'er their child then paints the ruined maid and their distraction wild but now the supper crowns their simple board the hailsome porridge chief of scotious food the soup their only hockey does afford that yont the hallen snugly chose her could the dam brings forth in complimental mood to grace the lad her wheel hand kebuck fell and aft he's pressed and aft he cause it good the frugal wifey garrulous will tell how twas a taumont old, sin lent was i the bell the cheerful supper done with serious face they round the ingle form a circle wide the sire turns o'er where patriarchal grace, the big Haw Bible, ants his father's pride, his bonnet reverently is laid aside, his lyre taffet's wearing thin and bare, those strains that once did sweet in Zion glide, he wails a portion with judicious care, and let us worship God, he says, with solemn air they chant their artless notes in simple guise they tune their hearts by far the noblest aim perhaps dundee's wild warbling measures rise or plaintive martyrs worthy of the name or noble elgin beats the heavenward flame the sweetest far of scotia's holy lays compared with these italian trills are tame the tickle ears no heartfelt raptures raise nay unison hey they with our creator's praise the priest-like father reads the sacred page how abram was the friend of god on high or moses bad eternal warfare wage with amalek's ungracious progeny or how the royal bard did groaning lie beneath the stroke of heaven's avenging ire or job's pathetic plaint and wailing cry or rapt isaiah's wild seraphic fire or other holy seers that tune the sacred lyre perhaps the christian volume is the theme how guiltless blood for guilty man was shed how he who bore in heaven the second name had not on earth whereon to lay his head how his first followers and servants sped the precepts sage they wrote to many a land how he who lone in Patmos banished saw in the sun a mighty angel stand and heard great babylon's doom pronounced by heaven's command then kneeling down to heaven's eternal king the saint the father and the husband praise hope springs exulting on triumphant wing that thus they all shall meet in future days there ever bask in uncreated rays no more to sigh or shed the bitter tear. together hymning their creator's praise in such society yet still more dear while circling time moves round in an eternal sphere compared with this how poor religion's pride in all the pomp of method and of art when men display to congregations wide devotion's every grace except the heart the power incense the pageant will desert the pompous strain the sacerdotal stole, but haply in some cottage far apart, may hear well pleased the language of the soul, and in his book of life the inmates poor enroll. Then homeward all take off their several way. The youngling cottagers retire to rest, the parent pair their secret homage pay and proffer up to heaven the warm request that he who stills the raven's clamorous nest and decks the lily fair in flowery pride would in the way his wisdom sees the best for them and for their little ones provide but chiefly in their hearts with grace divine preside from scenes like these, old Scotia's grander springs that makes her loved at home, revered abroad, Princes and lords are but the breath of kings, an honest man's, the noblest work of God, and certes and fair virtue's heavenly road, the cottage leaves the palace far behind. What is a lordling's pomp? a cumbrous load disguising oft the wretch of humankind studied in arts of hell in wickedness refined o oh, scotia my dear my native soil for whom my warmest wish to heaven is sent long may thy hardy sons of rustic toil be blest with health and peace and sweet content and oh, may heaven their simple lives prevent from luxury's contagion weak and vile, then, however crowns and coronets be rent, a virtuous populace may rise the while and stand a wall of fire around their much-loved isle. O oh, thou who poured the patriotic tide that streamed through Wallace's undaunted heart. Who dared to nobly stem tyrannic pride, Or nobly die the second glorious part? The patriot's guard, peculiarly thou art, His friend, inspirer, guardian, and reward. O oh, never, never Scotia's realm desert, But still the patriot and the patriot bard In bright succession raise her ornament and guard. john anderson my joe john anderson my joe john when we were first acquainted, your locks were like the raven your bonny brow was brent but now your brow is bald john your locks are like the snore but blessings on your frosty pow. john anderson my joe john anderson my joe john we clam the hill together and mony a canty day john we've had way ain't a nether. now we maun totter down john but hand in hand we'll go and sleep together at the foot john anderson my joe man was bade to mourn a dirge when chill november's surly blast made fields and forests bare one evening as i wandered forth along the banks of air i spied a man whose aged step seemed weary worn with care his face was furrowed o'er with years and hoary was his hair young stranger whither wanderest thou began the reverend sage does thirst of wealth thy step constrain, or youthful pleasures rage, or haply pressed with cares and woes? Too soon thou hast begun to wander forth with me, to mourn the miseries of man. The sun that overhangs yon moors, outspreading far and wide, where hundreds labour to support a haughty lordling's pride i've seen yon weary winter sun twice forty times return and every time has added proofs that man was made to mourn o oh, man while in thy early years how prodigal of time misspending all thy precious hours thy glorious youthful prime alternate follies take sway licentious passions burn which tenfold force gives nature's law that man was made to mourn look not alone on youthful prime or manhood's active might man then is useful to his kind supported is his right but see him on the edge of life with cares and sorrows worn then age and want o oh, ill-matched pair show man was made to mourn a few seem favourites of fate in pleasure's lap caressed yet think not all the rich and great are likewise truly blest but oh what crowds in every land are wretched and forlorn through wearied life this lesson learn that man was made to mourn many and sharp the numerous ills inwoven with our frame more pointed still we make ourselves regret remorse and shame and man whose heaven-erected face the smiles of love adorn man's inhumanity to man makes countless thousands mourn see yonder poor o'er-laboured white so abject mean and vile who begs a brother of the earth to give him leave to toil and see his lordly fellow worm the poor petition spurn, unmindful though a weeping wife and helpless offspring mourn? If I'm designed yon lordling slave, by nature's law designed, why was an independent wish eer planted in my mind? If not, why am I subject to his cruelty or scorn? Or why has man the will and power? To make his fellow mourn. Yet let not this too much, my son, Disturb thy youthful breast. This partial view of humankind Is surely not the best. The poor, oppressed, honest man Had never sure been born, had there not been some recompense To comfort those that mourn o oh, Death, The poor man's dearest friend, the kindest and the best, welcome the hour my aged limbs are laid with thee at rest. The great, the wealthy fear thy blow from pomp and pleasure torn, but oh, a blest relief to those that weary, laden mourn. green grow the rashes there's naught but care on every hand in every hour that passes o oh, what signifies the life a man and when for the lasses o oh. green grow the rashes o oh, green grow the rashes o oh. the sweetest hours that e'er i spent was spent among the lasses o oh the warly race may riches chase and riches still may fly them o oh. and though at last they catch them fast their hearts can ne'er enjoy them o oh. but give me a canny hour at e'en my arms about my deary o oh. and warly cares and warly men may all get up o oh. for you seduce ye sneer at this nought but senseless asses o oh. the wisest man the world e'er saw he dearly loved the lasses o oh. all nature swears the lovely dears her noblest work she classes o oh. her prentice hand she tried on man and then she made the lasses woe. Is there for honest poverty is there for honest poverty that hangs his head and all that the coward slave we pass him by? we dare be poor for all that for all that and all that our toil's obscure and all that the rank is but the guinea's stamp, the man's the goud for all that, what though unhammely fair we dine, where hard and gray and all that. They fools their silks and knaves their wine, a man's a man for all that for all that and all that their tensile show and all that the honest man, though e'er si poor, is king o men for all that ye you see yon burkey caught a lord who struts and stares and all that though hundreds worship at his word, he's but a coof for a that. For a that and all that, his ribbon star and all that, the man of independent mind, he looks and laughs at all that. A prince can make a belted knight, a marquis, duke, and all that, but an honest man's a boon his might. Good faith, he mourner for that. For a that and all that, their dignities and all that, the pith of sense and pride of worth, are higher ranks. And o'er that, then let us pray that come it may as come it will for all that that sense and worth o'er all the earth may bear the gree and all that for all that and all that it's coming yet for all that that man to man the world o'er shall brothers be for all that. to a mouse flying before a plough we sleekit at and timorous beastie oh what a panic's in thy breastie thou needna start away so hasty with bicker and brattle i would be laith through and chase thee with murder and paddle i'm truly sorry man's dominion has broken nature's social union and justifies that ill opinion which makes thee startle at me, thy poor earth-born companion, and fellow mortal. I doubt now, wilds, but thou may thieve. What then, poor beastie, thou maun live? A dame a in a thrave's a small request. I'll get a blessing with a lave, and never miss it. Thy wee bit housie too in ruin. It's silly was the winds are strewin and naithin now to begin un a foggage green and bleak december's winds ensuin baith snell and keen thou saw the fields laid bare and waste and weary winter comin fast and cosy here beneath the blast thou thought to dwell till crash the cruel coulter passed out through thy cell that we bit heap o' leaves and stibble has cost thee money a weary nibble Now thou'st turned out for all thy trouble, but house or hauled to thole the winter's sleety dribble, and call called But mousie thou art no thy lane and proven foresight may be vain The best laid schemes of mice and men gang after glee and leest naught but grief and pain for promised joy still thou art blest compared with me the present only toucheth thee but ah, i backward cast my eye on prospects drear and forward though i cannot see i guess and fear End of section 15. Recording by Leonard Wilson of Springfield, Ohio.